What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Joseph Orr Podcast and the JV Podcast Network. Wherever you may be listening, Apple, Spotify, or YouTube, please rate five stars, leave a friendly review, subscribe, and turn those notifications on so you never miss an episode. Interviews coming your way every single Monday and the weekend 12-pack with Uncle Micah coming your way every single Friday. You're home for sports gambling advice and picks. Before we get into this episode, guys, as we as I do this open here, got to share some personal news. Remember a few weeks ago when I said I would be podcasting through a sprained ankle? Well, the sprained ankle is better, but now I have to podcast through something else. And apparently, I've been fighting it for the last few weeks, but today, um, or yesterday rather, I finally just got diagnosed. I've been battling pneumonia. Um it looks like I am kind of over the hill here, and I'm kind of on the downward spiral, so that's that's good news. I got some antibiotics to uh, to expedite the process, as the doctor said, which is good news, but you guys know this. I'm a podcasting badass. I'm a podcasting Iron Man. You guys know how it is. The tabloids, the magazines, the news, the media, they're calling me the Cal Ripken Jr. of podcasting. That's just the way it goes, and that's what we're going to do here. So you guys know the drill on this episode, Weekend 12 Pack with Uncle Micah. It is not, it it is, excuse me, it is degenerate gambler advice for you non-degenerate gamblers with the lover of Bud Light Lime himself, Uncle Micah, four NBA Friday picks, four college football picks, and four NFL picks. And also, be sure to listen for Uncle Micah's underdog money line parlay and Uncle Micah's sure thing where he's going to give you guys some five-star bets so you can win some money. So, why are we waiting around? Let's get right to it. Live in Las Vegas. All right, so calling in on the bat phone right now on the JV Podcast Hotline. As always, every single Friday, we have Uncle Micah. Uncle Micah, a source, a little birdie, whatever you want to call him or her, told me you... Won it big tonight at the deal or no deal machine. You won a hundred bucks at the link. Then you went over to you got yourself an In and Out burger, and you're calling in for the podcast, waiting in line for the zip line. So thank you so much for taking the time out to call in for the podcast. You know where you're very loyal. You know where your commitments are at. Um, and uh, hopefully, I know the zip line is very popular. So hopefully, we got some time. Of course, dude. I'm always at the. Uh... Fremont Street to end my night on the zip line. I think they got Usually new zip losing line. the rest of my money, and then I'm sitting on the corner talking to a bum, <laughs> I drinking think, a Bud Light Lime, of course. Of course, lover of Bud Light Lime, not <laughs> well, a general gambler. Before I get to all of that, that's right. Well, no, you won a hundred bucks, so you're at the. Have you been back to Vegas since they put in the new zip line at the link, where it's like really cool? I the, actually haven't. Seen oh, it's that different one, than the Fremont Street. It's not as gritty, of course. It's a little different. Fremont Street has a little bit more character, but they do have one at the link now. So I figured you grab, oh, you know, you uh, have to check that out. But I'm I'm really uh, fond to the uh, the Fremont Street. Oh, we know. I like the griminess of Fremont Street. Oh, it's in the great. old school Vegas. So that's right. That's more my style. Okay. Plus, I'm cheap too. You know, you get all those yep. cheap gambling and drinks down there on Fremont Street. So those are my kind of people. That's that's why I need <laughs> to keep venturing down there. There's no way. I should be p- placing $15 minimums playing in the pit anywhere. I should be down playing $5, $10 maybe. Of course. Okay. I mean, we went down there. The snowman, I remember. the snowman loves Fremont Street. Yes, he does. He got a picture with all his friends. <laughs> but. Okay, let's go over the records from last week. You 
after I had a decent weekend last week, you came – or two weeks ago now, you came in with a killer weekend – a be- since we've been doing this, you had the you've had the best re- uh, record over over in a weekend eight three and one. You are now ahead. You had a winning record at nineteen eighteen and two overall. I had a rough weekend at five and seven. I am now seventeen twenty and two. Uncle Micah, what were you just feeling it this weekend or what? Are you getting hot now? I'm getting going. I mean, I know what I'm doing. I know yeah. it was a. Uh bad first show for my picks but you know that happens yep but now we're starting to get it going and i officially do have a winning record let me yes. do a drop real quick do it wow winning oh man as charlie would say <laughs> winning winning record thank you very much but now we're just going to keep it going every weekend and really pull ahead to where we're making money because we're still paying that juice for yep. every bet so even though i'm 19 and what was the record again? 19 and 18, right? And With a couple pushes. Correct. Yep. So, I All mean, right, that's we'll, definitely a winning record, but not enough to be really saying we're making money yet. But All we're right, going to well, get there. It's only been three weekends. So, fourth weekend starts uh, now. All right. Well, let's quit talking about it. Let's get right into your NBA picks. Who you got for us? Okay. For the 12 pack on the NBA for yes. Friday night, the Nuggets minus four. Versus the Boston Celtics. Really like this game just due to the fact that Boston is actually on their fifth straight road game. Yep. And they're ending their uh, West Coast road road tour here. And the Nuggets are actually seven and one in their last eight games. So Nuggets minus four and a half. I think they're going to cover that. I think they'll win by double digits actually. So Nuggets definitely playing better. Good pick. Take the minus four and a half Nuggets at home. Game number two, Miami Heat yeah. on the road, minus four and a half at Chicago. Miami is a good team. I mean, they keep playing well. They've won their last four games, covered all four of those games. Jimmy Butler coming back to Chicago might be a little extra push for him to play well. Just like the Miami squad, minus four and a half, taking that as well. Game number three. The Thunder plus four and a half at home versus the Los Angeles Lakers. Home and home, actually. They just played each other. Yep. That's where LeBron actually. LeBron did a triple double at home, I think. I don't know if he you did. saw that story. Did almost you see a, that? Almost Wasn't a quadruple it? double with turnovers. Oh, did he? We had the turnover one, too. But I think there was a big Close. story I saw. Like, that was his. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Every so, team. I think he had. Yes. I think that was the last team he needed uh, a triple double he, against. Correct. Needed to get a triple double against to yes. have it against every team. So I know he yes. was Twitter bragging about that. You of know, course. LeBron always he humble. Was. LeBron, yeah, just a kid <laughs> but, from Akron. Yeah, but yes. so anyways, but now the Lakers are going on the road against the Thunder. Thunder plus four and a half. Thunder have actually at home have not lost a game by more than three points. So if you're going to give me four and a half for the thunder, Hmm. I think a lot of people are going to bet the Lakers there. They're going to see that line and be like, Lakers only minus four and a half. They just beat them. I think the thunder plays well at home. They're kind of like the jazz. They have those type of fans that will still sell out. So thunder plus four and a half taking them at home. Now for the last game, let's talk about our awesome Cleveland Cavaliers rock and roll. I am going Dallas minus 10. Oh yeah. I'm going to lay the yep. double digits. 
10 for Dallas at home. <laughs> the Cavs have actually lost by double digits the last four games. Yeah. They're back to playing like the Cavs like I thought they would. Yep. They're not going to cover that over 24 and a half that we talked about in the NBA preview show. Correct. And I also am voting for uh, Kevin Love to get 30 shots, though. Really? In this game. Why? And I don't want him boarding the plane back to Cleveland because I want Mark Cuban to trade for love. It's Ooh. time to unload on love. Let's show him off a little bit to Cuban on Friday. I, I do like love and I would actually like him to just get traded though, because the Cavs aren't making the playoffs. They could get, get some uh, assets back for him. And I think he would actually fit in well with that Dallas team. But what do you think about that? You think they're going to get rid of this guy? Love while I, his value semi high. Cause he has been playing well. Right. I mean, yeah, well, the other night I was watch. I don't know if you watched the Cavs too closely. I know they're kind of hard to watch, but I still really enjoy watching them. But when he went down the other night, just a few games ago, I'm like, oh god, is he? I mean, because he went down awkward. And I'm like, oh no, he probably sprained his MCL or something. He's going to be out all this time. So I mean, if the Cavs, I feel like, I don't know. I I kind of feel like they're they're really in between here. I think they're kind of stuck in a. What's the saying between a rock and a hard place with, you know, kind of what they should do because they want to put a decent, you know, you know, they just did all these renovations to the arena and the all, you know, I, I, it'd probably be a miracle if Kevin Love's still on the team by the time the Cavs host the all-star game in a few years. But I mean, they still want to put a decent product out there and they don't want to just ship off all these veterans. So the young guys are left without any sort of guidance and still as great as I think John Beeline is doing, he's obviously still a first-time NBA coach, and there's a huge age gap in there. You know, he, him being a 103 years old and all the guys being like 13. But um, I, I, I really don't know, and I, I haven't thought about it a ton, mainly because, I don't know, I just really, really enjoy Kevin Love, and I think about it all the time, how funny it is because of all the rumors and everything that circulated those crazy four years that felt like a whole decade when LeBron was back and he's the only guy standing between that, you know, original big three. So, you know, I kind of hold some pride to that. And um, I think it's better, like I've talked about before, I think it's better for the development of the younger guys just because, you know, it's still, you know, he may not be an all-star and I don't know if he'll ever be an all-star again as a member of the Cavs, just because I don't know if the team will be good enough or, or whatever, um, you know, but kind of exposure wise. He's putting up absolutely numbers. Absolutely. Because I mean, he I really mean, is. That's why that's, that's what why I'm, saying. I'm kind of in the camp of getting and trading him because his value is a little higher. Because a lot of teams probably weren't even interested in him, you know, because of his yeah. injuries. But he did lose some weight and he's putting up numbers, he's playing well. I think the Cavs just have to strike on like his value being yeah. high at the moment. Yep. Plus, he is injury prone as well. Like he did yeah. go down, but he did come back and play. He only, I think, they sat him one game, played him the next game. He put up right. a double double. No, he's good. I'm, I'm just in the camp of getting value back for him because the Cavs. You know, the Cavs did start off well this year as well. You know, they won a few games, but now the past four, they've got blown out the past yep. four games. Like I said, all four games, double digit losses. I just think they should trade, try to get some value. And yeah. I would love to see him in Dallas, too. I think he actually would help Dallas a lot. It's another piece for Dallas. I mean, Dallas is right there, honestly. I mean, Luka's a beast. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I know I said a bunch see. of words. I mean, I just – I really think they should get him a lot of shots Friday and let Cuban check him out. Because yeah. I've read some articles that it's possible, like, 
Dallas or Portland would be interested in him. Uh, although Portland's so bad right now, like they're yeah. almost not even in the hunt no. for the playoffs. So I don't think they would trade for him. What do you think? I guess they did just get Carmelo. What? Yeah, God. What do you think about Kobe Altman and Dan Gilbert walking into Shark Tank with Kevin Love and just pitching to Mark Cuban? That would be awesome. I would be all for it. I oh, just yeah. want, I do like love, so I do just want to see him go to a team where I think he would – I don't know. Maybe it's the white thing too. I want all the white guys <laughs> in Dallas. You know? You've got Luka and Unicorn, so I yep. just think love would fit in nice with them there. But I don't oh, yeah. know. I like that Dallas team a lot. I think love would fit in well there. I'm not sure how much Cuban would really give up to get him. Yeah. But I think – he would add a nice piece to Dallas to maybe put him over the hump, even though it's going to be hard to beat the Clippers and Lakers in the playoffs. So I don't know exactly if Dallas is really thinking this year is a year to go for, but man, I mean, Luca and Luca is just a beast. I mean, he's young too, so he's going to be there a while, but I don't know. We'll see. But like I said, going with Dallas minus 10, they're going to beat the Cavs by double digits. So let me recap real quick on NBA nuggets minus four and a half. Miami Heat minus four and a half, Thunder plus four and a half, and Dallas minus 10 for my four games on Friday night. Let's see what you got. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, starting with the game we just talked about, our, my, our Cleveland Cavaliers in Dallas. Dallas, like we just said, 10-point favorites. Luka Doncic is rolling. Cleveland is sinking like the Titanic. I like the Mavs by somewhere between 12 and 15 points here. They're going to win, and they are going to cover. another. We have a lot of games in common here, by the way. Again, um, like you, Miami in Chicago, Miami four-and-a-half-point favorites. Miami's been playing good basketball. I just saw them. Cleveland has never played well in Miami, especially since LeBron came back. I think what it is, a bunch of these guys still played with LeBron, so they still think they can go out in Miami the night before, just like they did with LeBron, but it's a little little different now. They probably have to pay the cover charge because they're not with yeah. LeBron anymore. Um, I like Miami to win and cover in Chicago. Uh, Houston at the Clippers. The Clippers, four-and-a-half-point favorites. Houston's been playing really well, but um, the Clippers, they're 10-5 and five right now. They're playing well. They have Paul George back. Him, uh, Paul George and Kawhi finally played uh, a game together, but you know what they had, even though... Uh, Boston, who I'm going to talk about in a second because they're my next game, um, you know, towards the end of this West Coast road trip. I still think Boston's a really good team. They're playing well. And the Clippers, to to uh, to win that game in close fashion on ESPN, was a big win for them. I think this is going to catapult them into playing, you know, some of that more inspired, you know, just like really, really good basketball. Like they've been winning some games. They've been playing well. But I think we're going to see them maybe kind of go on a run here um, and, and we're going to look back to that Boston game winning that close one is kind of what catapulted them so what I'm saying with all those words is the Clippers four and a half point favorites I think they're going to win and they're going to cover those four and a half now last but not least just like you in common I looked at the schedule the same way the Celtics who I was just talking about wrapping up their west coast road trip in Denver it really is um, you know, you've heard about players who talk, um, you know, play there and obviously go play on the road there. It really is, especially in that first quarter, it is a big time home court advantage because the elevation is a real thing. So because of that and with Boston wanting to get back to the East Coast after this long road trip, Denver four and a half point favorites jump all over it. Denver wins and covers. That's what I got. Nice. So we got three. We do. Three of the four. So we're either, <laughs> we're either, 
ascending or we're gonna we're gonna sink here together. Yep, for sure. All right, let's start right, college like football. College football. Yep. All right, first game for college football. Indiana Hoosiers. It's not basketball, it's football. But they are now plus ten. That line keeps moving, but for when we do the show, you can get them at plus ten right now at Ooh. home versus Michigan. I think a lot of people might be on Michigan, to be honest. I think the public's really liking Michigan now because they have been crushing they have. the last three games. However, Indiana's still 6-1 and one against the spread their last seven games. Yep. Also, we know who Michigan plays next weekend. It's obviously the big game. Do so, they you know, I love that angle of overlooking teams. I'm just going to take the plus 10 for Indiana at home against Michigan. Michigan will win the game. I think Indiana will cover it, though. And then Michigan will move on next weekend to play that Buckeye game. But we shall see. But I do like Indiana plus the 10 at home. Next game, another Big Ten game. I love my Illinois squad. They're coming off an off week. They're basically by, I guess, for college. They didn't play last weekend. They're somehow plus 15 and a half at home. Or I'm sorry, they're at Iowa. Yep. But it's plus 15 and a half at Iowa. Iowa is really good at home. But I'm telling you, this Illinois team is coming around. I mean, they've covered their last five games. They have. They're off a bye. They beat Michigan State. Even though they were playing pretty poorly at Michigan State their last game, they did get it together that last quarter. Somehow, it was probably a miracle win, but they easily covered the spread, which I think the spread there was 15 as well. So it's around the same at Iowa. I'm still not sold on Iowa's offense. Nope. Hopefully Illinois can score on that D, though, because their D is tough. So give me Lovey Smith plus 15 and a half on the road at Iowa. Number three, Colorado is plus 14 versus Washington. Colorado is at home. Colorado plays a little different at home. They haven't lost a home game by more than seven points all year. So you're getting 14 against a Washington team that didn't look too well against Oregon State their last game. Colorado is also coming off a bye. It's senior day. I'm taking Colorado plus 14 at home versus Washington. Game number four, Oklahoma State is on the road at West Virginia. I love the mullet, minus five and a half. Oklahoma State doesn't play quite as well on the road, but West Virginia is pretty bad this year. Oklahoma State is also eight and two against the spread for the year. I just really think they're going to play well. They're going to roll over West Virginia. Give me Oklahoma State minus five and a half. So recap real quick, Indiana plus 10, Illinois plus 15 and a half, Colorado plus 14, Oklahoma State minus five and a half. All right, here we go. I'm going to start with my game, the local game out here. The number six, Oregon Ducks travel to play my Sun Devils. The Ducks, who are the number six in the latest college football playoff rankings, are 14 point favorites this is a tough pick oh wait no it's not I have zero faith in my Sun Devils I hate to say it I just I just really do I think the Ducks are going to win by 17 the Ducks win and cover next game I like the real quick I like the Ducks too there yeah because they're also trying to get in the top four. yes they are trying it's to have be hard for them to wins. get there but they're focused. I mean, there could Georgia could lose and yep. stuff so that could maybe squeak the Pac-12 Oregon Ducks in there for the top four so I like, I like Oregon there as well. Yeah, they're motivated. Another team that I think is going to be very motivated, 
We have Penn State, the number eighteen, the number eight, excuse me, team in the country, travels to Columbus, our home state of Ohio, to play the number two Buckeyes. Ohio State, big favorites at home, eighteen and a half points. I'm not surprised here. Um, KJ Hamler, who is Penn State's pretty much Mister Everything, um, obviously Clifford's their quarterback's number one target. You'll find him returning punts, kicks. They use him in the slot, out wide, vertical. They get him involved in jet sweeps. He is everywhere. He's kind of questionable. I assume he's going to play, but I really don't think it's going to make a difference. Ohio State, um, barring just something catastrophic, they're going to be in the playoff, but I think they really want to be and they're really motivated to be the number one team. And I know they do play the team up north. They do play Michigan next week, but I think that they're fully focused on Penn State and Penn State's pass rush and secondary hasn't been so good lately. It hasn't looked like what it did against Maryland and the Rutgers of the world shocker when they played, you know, some different teams the last several weeks. You know, their their um, secondary has had a ton of holes in it. It's kind of have you ever seen Breaking Bad? I don't watch Breaking Bad, okay. but I've heard it's good. Okay, go so there's this one scene at the very end of the season where Walter who Brian Cranston's character makes this like whole concoction where where he goes into this, goes into this house and then he grabs Jesse, who's like his partner and he goes to the ground and he sets off this thing in his car and this machine gun just fires off probably like a thousand rounds and there's just holes everywhere on the side of the house. That's been Penn State's secondary lately. It's a huge elaborate thing, but I was just thinking, I'm like, I just watched Breaking Bad. I love the show. And I think about you playing the Breaking Bad um, game in the casino all the time. So that's why I went there. So I think Ohio state's going to win big and they are, I really do think Ohio state's going to cover this 18 and a half. Call me crazy, but I think Justin Fields is going to light it up on Saturday. And I hate to say Real that quick about that as well. Real quick. Let me jump in there. I, yeah. Again, I agree with your pick there. I like Ohio state. You mentioned them wanting that one seed. I actually think that one seed is a big deal for the uh, final four. Yeah. Because I mean, Realistically, Clemson is probably going to be a two or a three. Yep. And I think Clemson is pretty good. So I don't think if you're a two and Clemson is three, so you're going to have to play Clemson. Yeah. And, you know, if you're a two seed, the one seed gets to play Georgia, maybe Oregon. I just think there's I think there's three really good teams, which would be Ohio State, LSU. Yep. And Clemson. So I really think that one seed's a big deal because you get to play whoever gets the four team, you know? Yeah, I'd rather so, if I'm Ohio, Ohio State. Ohio State, that should give them more motivation to really blow teams out as well. So I like yeah. that. If I'm Ohio uh, State. You mentioned that when you were talking about that. So I really like that uh, yeah. theory as well, that they need to blow teams out to try to get that one seed. I think the one seed's a big deal because I don't really think you want to play Clemson to try to get to the uh, final game. But yeah, we'll no. see. I mean, if, if I'm Ohio State and I'm the number one seed, I'm like, yeah. Bring on Alabama without Tua. I don't think that they're going to make it, but they're the five right now. Bring on Georgia, Oregon, whoever it is. Whoever ends up in that four slot, unless it, you know, somehow some crazy things happen and it's LSU or whatever, um, I really want that number one seed, 100%. Yep. Okay, let's, exactly. let's stay almost in the state of Ohio. I'm going to northern Kentucky here to talk about Temple and the Cincinnati Bearcats. Um the the since the Northern Kentucky Cincinnati Bearcats are ten point favorites at home. They're the number nineteen team in the country. Temple won this game last year, um, and UC travels to number eighteen Memphis next week. 
Um, so I think UC, UC is going to win this game. But if you're betting on it, I would jump on Temple plus 10 here. I think Temple's like 7-3. and three. They always sort of have... Have you know a, like a sneaky and and and, and gritty um, squad, and they they always seem um, to uh, to to stick around and find themselves in games. So I would bet uh, Temple plus ten in that game, but I think UC is still going to win. And now for my last pick, you are on crack cocaine if you don't think I'm telling you to bet the house Virginia Tech again. Week after week, they are so good to me. They're feeding me grapes as they fan me down. Four-point favorites at home against the Pitt Panthers. In the snowman, I know they're not playing at Pitt, but you, I know you saw that picture of the snowman and the Tiffin Dragons at Heinz Field. And that's yep, where he's, that, at, his, he's yes, at his favorite team he, stadium. He is. Dude, I thought and, that was and, really cute. And Pitt, it's extremely cute. It's so cute. It's going to be in the yearbook and Instagram and everything. But they're at Heinz Field, and that's where Pitt plays their home games. They are so cursed, and Virginia Tech is red hot for me. Take the Hokies plus four at home. It's not even a question. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Nice. Let's go to the NFL. I love Virginia Tech. All right, NFL. I'm going to start with the total. So let's just talk about our Cleveland Browns as well when I go over my first pick here. Miami Dolphins are traveling to Cleveland, Ohio. Yes. The spread's pretty large. It's a ten and a half spread. I was thinking about maybe just doing the spread, but then I saw the total of the game, and it's 45 is the over-under. So I thought that was probably the better way to go for yeah. picking and liking. I'm definitely going with the over for that game between the Browns and the Dolphins. I kind of mentioned on our last show, Cleveland's had time to prepare a little longer. I think it's time for this offense to show out. I will be shocked if they don't score over 30 points themselves. Yep. So if they get over 30, that means you need the Dolphins to get over 14 and you cover the over under there. And I like the over 45. Plus, you got to do, you do have to consider our defense isn't as strong anymore. So I really think yeah. Fitz Magic can put up some points. So I, I'm telling you, if that game doesn't go over that, uh, at five star, I already put it there. That's definitely right. a five star game. Okay. For me. Uh, over forty five. Take the over. Cleveland scoring over thirty. Hopefully Miami though gets over 14, 17 points, which I think they will. And we know Garrett's out. I think Burnett's out as well. Safety towards Achilles, right? Yep. And Ogan Joby's out. And yeah, exactly. So our our D actually could struggle. That's why I kind of didn't like the spread. I mean, yeah. ten and a half is getting up there, especially for NFL with the way our defense is too. Right. I didn't want to take that game for like the spread, but for the total uh, forty five over is the bet and the way to go. But we will see. I mean, you like the Browns? You like that? You agree with that? I mean, let's just discuss our yeah. Cleveland squad. If, what do you I, think? if I was getting the Browns are not one of my picks this week. But if I were to pick that game, I think I would, like you, go away from this betting the spread and bet the over because Miami gives up something like 27-some points a game. Their defense ranks 31st in a bunch of stats. I think the Browns, you know, they are starting to put together some more consistent and they're starting to put together, uh, you know, flashes of an identity on offense. I think, you know, they have the potential to be really good through the air. You know, they found a way to be good on the ground pretty much all year. They've at least shown that, hey, every game we're going to put together 
you know, I think Chubb is up there or he's leaving the league in, you know, 15, 20-yard runs. You know, it seems like he has one every single game. I think we're going to see – we could see several of those um, on Sunday. But at the end of the day, you're just sometimes like, you know, this game could either go the way that it should and it could go really, really well for the Browns. Or they're like, oh, Miami, we're licking our chops. You know, it's like when, you know, maybe like back in the day, right, you're playing like travel baseball and you go to an away field and the fence is a little bit shorter than your home park and all you're doing is trying to hit home runs and it seems like it's so close and all you do is go 0 for 4 with four pop-ups to the third baseman. Like I could see Freddie Buttermilk Shake just getting so pumped that he's playing the Dolphins and he's out there calling it like Madden or he's the Baylor offensive coordinator and the Browns have to squeak out a win and he makes a sweat for an entire Sunday again. Like, yeah, well, I don't – for NFL also, I don't believe in like teams, you know, because they're professionals. I don't really believe in the whole theory like we use for college where like you're overlooking a team because the next week. But in this – scenario yeah it's possible yes. because the browns do play at heinz field next week and yes, after what do. went on last time they played it's weird that those teams you know play again that quick usually yeah. it doesn't happen like that right so due to the fact that the browns are at heinz field next week i mean usually the professionals you don't look at that little theory of yeah oh they're overlooking as much as you would college but right that kind of worries me because i could see him talking to but the this locker is still a super young team you talking about oh we got pittsburgh at pittsburgh this what's gonna still go a super on you know what i'm team. saying like that that could possibly come into play but yeah we'll see hopefully it doesn't and for the sake of my ticket that i do have for them right. that we talked about before i really just want the Browns offense to show out that yes. that's so big to me that they score over 30 points. Yes. I just, mean, just to make to sh- me feel better about yes. the future and the rest of the games. I really think the offense has to come together. Yes. I mean, you know, they haven't scored over 30, but one time this year, against and you know Baltimore. where that was, where they 40 over against Baltimore. I know. And that's, so that's Unreal. typical NFL, but like, that is crazy. Like it's the crazy. only time they score and they even score 40. I'm just hoping to get over 30, but right. well, I, they I, scored one time this I, whole year. I crack up when I look was, at when I think about the Browns season. I'm like, you know, as much as a crap show the Browns have been, and you know they're four and six. You know they're starting to play better now, and I really do think that they're going to find themselves more and more in the hunt as the weeks go on because there's just so many winnable games. You know, we'll see if they actually go out there and win them. But you look across the entire NFL, and the Browns. You know, if you put together three teams that have the best singular wins in the entire league, the Browns are right there. They beat the Ravens. Like, it's it's crazy. As, as, as weird as this year has been, the Browns still have shown against one of the best teams in the NFL and the most one of the most electric guys playing the most important position in Lamar Jackson, the Browns made them look silly. I mean, they really did. They put, you know, they had a long touchdown where the Browns decided not to tackle at the end of that game. It very well could have been like a 40 to, I don't know if they went for two. It would have been like 40 to 18, 40 to 17 game. It's it's really crazy when you think about it with, you know, just how this year has gone. Yep. And the teams that they've lost to are really good. I mean, they, I wish they would have won that Seattle game. That was another close yep. game that they lost. And Seattle's got a really good record. They're they're pretty good, obviously. That would have been a nice win. But, I mean, there are other losses. They lost to the 49ers, lost to the Patriots, blah, blah. But yeah. we'll see. Like we've talked about before, the schedule the rest of the year, definitely in their favor. So, But, yes, we, we definitely have to beat Miami. 
yeah, just for that game. Yeah, but, just yeah, set your ticket on fire if they don't. Okay, go yeah, on with for your sure. Picks. All right, let me go to pick number two for NFL. Tennessee minus three and a half at home versus Jacksonville. Tennessee is off a bye. Big comeback win their last game at home versus Kansas City. I just like Tennessee minus three at home. They're coming. I like teams that are coming off a bye as well. Jacksonville is also on their second straight road game where they lost last weekend on the road. Give me Tennessee minus three and a half at home. This is going to be another square type pick. That's what they call the betting world when you take the favorites, when it's kind of a lower number. But yeah. Buffalo's minus four versus Denver. To me, this is a huge game for Buffalo. They're in the playoff hunt. And their schedule is very brutal after this Denver game. So they're at home this Sunday against Denver. After this game, they're at Dallas. Then they play Baltimore. Then they're at Pittsburgh. And then they're at New England. So those next four games are so brutal. I just think this is a huge game for them. I really think they're going to play well. They played well last weekend and got a win. So give me Buffalo minus four versus Denver. Game number four is going to be the New York Jets plus three at home versus Oakland. Jets have actually won Ooh. their last two games. Yeah. And which is good. And they're starting to play better. This kind of happened last year. Like the Jets started coming on towards the second half of the second did. half part of the season. Sam was playing better. I think a lot of people overreacted with Sam when he was seeing ghosts against New England and New England just made him look silly. Yeah. I mean people were like saying the guy should just quit. Yeah, it's but he's played pretty well the past two games. They're putting up. They've actually put up. They put up over thirty the last two games as well. So they're at home plus three versus Oakland. Oakland only has one road win this year. They're not as good as a team on the road. So give me the Jets plus three. So recap real quick: Jets plus three, Tennessee minus three and a half, Buffalo minus four, and Miami Cleveland over forty-five. Okay, Europe. All right. Seattle to the city of brotherly love. They play the Eagles. Philly, one-point favorites. No, no, no. I'm going with Seattle plus one here on the road. I love my MVP, Russell Wilson, and the Seahawks. They're going to win this game. Take the Seahawks. Now, Detroit goes to Washington. Detroit, three-and-a-half-point favorites. I think Detroit is going to cover in this game. I know that they're without Stafford. Um, but I just think Washington is just so just horrid. Um, I, I'm going to take the Lions here, three, three and a half. Now, Monday Night Football, Baltimore, that team we were talking about, goes out to L.A. to play the Rams. Baltimore, three-point favorites. Um, I think Baltimore is going to win this game by 10. I think Lamar Jackson is going to show out, continue to add to his MVP campaign. Um, so, yeah, Ravens win and cover those three points. Lastly, I'm going the other way on this Oakland and New York Jets game. Oakland three-point favorites, and the same reasons that you said that the Jets were going to win this game, and maybe it's a little irresponsible because I am also aware of what Oakland's been on the road, and especially going all the way over to New York. Um, you know, like you said, I know the Jets have won two in a row. Jamal Adams is playing really well, but you know what? Oakland, they're 6-4, and four. they're in the playoff hunt, and I think Gruden realizes this is a, a must-win. They still have winnable games left on their schedule, but they do have, you know, some tough games. I think this is probably, probably would be the, you know, because of record, would be the weakest game on their schedule, even though the Jets 
are playing better. But at the end of the day, I think that the Raiders are going to find a way to win this game and cover. That's not a bad pick. Honestly, that was my fourth game. Yeah, I same went here. Over in that. I thought the NFL was NFL is always tough. It's always tough for me just to yeah. find even four games I like. But that was definitely my uh, last game to pick. And I know a lot of people are actually betting Oakland there. So but we'll see. But not a bad pick. Uncle Micah, give us your five star bets. Give us your give us Uncle Micah's sure thing and your underdog money line parlay. You better have one this week or I'm going to be upset. You're going to be I, fired. I got you, man. Okay. I got you. But just for the five star, I usually just five star three games for the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Going to do it a little different this time. At the sports book, they have prop bets. Yes. So for my five star bet, there's a prop bet of the Cleveland Browns over under 27 and a half points Sunday. Okay. We've already discussed it. I'm all up on Cleveland's offense yeah. coming out this Sunday. So back up to Brink's truck. Bet it all, 27 and a half. We are scoring over 30 this Sunday. So I love that prop bet of over 27 and a half just for the Cleveland Browns. That's my five-star sure thing. If I had to throw a, uh other one in there, I guess I would just say bet the over of that game as well. But you never know. Our D could actually stop Miami. You never know what Miami team's showing up, man. That's why that game is a little, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like Fitz is, could be magic or it could just be total Jameis Winston type trash. Right, so. right. So if I would just go with the prop bet, Browns over 27 and a half, five star. Moneyline parlays for the underdogs, we're going to go like this. I do have one. Got three games here. Oklahoma City Thunder, Friday night for the NBA. They're plus 160. They're a four-and-a-half dog. Go on the money line at plus 160 versus the Lakers. They're going to win that game. Then I'm going to go with the Jets winning the game because you get plus 135. So throw that in the parlay as well. And then also throw in the Rams at plus 150 versus the Ravens at the Monday night game. So that's three underdogs on the money line. That'll pay 14 to one on your money. So Oklahoma City plus 160 versus the Lakers. Rams plus 150 versus the Ravens. Jets plus 135 versus Oakland. 14 to one parlay, all money line dogs. Well done. Well done. I haven't been keeping track of those. Have you looked? How have your. Uh... Five stars. No, we, ha- we haven't hit one. That's why it took last <laughs> That's week. That's right. I mean, they're really hard to hit. I mean, oh, money lines, time. when you take underdogs, I was just trying to do something different, though, because, you know, the odds are going to be 10 to 20 to 1 on three teamers every time right. when you do money lines. I mean, you could put a money line that's plus 400 if there's a huge underdog in there, and that would really make it a huge payout. Yeah. But I try to stay around, like, plus 160, 150, and stuff like that. But, yeah, the first two weekends bricked out, took last weekend off because I couldn't even find three that I like. <laughs> but I think the three I picked this time are definitely teams that can win and they're decent plus right. money on the line. So we will see how that goes. But I've already warned people, you're kind of just betting those for fun. You can't expect to hit those, you know, week right. after week. That is for That's sure. right. These are just for fun. And then, then if they hit, you know, let us know and – Send us a check in the mail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we'll see. But hey, yeah. I'm back up. The main point, 19 and 18. Winning yeah. record. Winning record. That's right, baby. That's the key. I love it. And now we got to keep it going so I can keep having a winning record. And I'm not as bad as uh, – do you follow uh, 
Kelly Stewart on uh, Twitter? I don't. Oh, you need to. I'm actually going to uh, send you. Like, she works for a Bleacher Report, and she does, like, I mean, she's obviously a really good-looking girl, but, you know, I kind of bust, you know, I oh, give her no. shit. Are you, oh, har- are, you har- are you harassing she literally young women online? She 0-7 last weekend in the NFL. Okay. So if anyone tries to give me crap, she gets paid, you know, for yeah. making her picks. But let's be real. She looks really good, so obviously that's probably what helps her to get oh, paid. Geez. But she was 0-7 in the NFL. So if I ever have an 0-7 day – then people can yell at me, sure. But someone that's getting paid went 0-7 last Sunday. And she had the uh, Texans was her pick. So she's actually on a streak of 0-8. So like Ooh. I said before, it can happen. Streaks can happen that are bad. Okay. Well, everyone's now But that was be... a side note I wanted to throw out there. Okay. Yeah, I could really tell you needed to get that off your chest. <laughs> so now everyone's going to be coming for for our throats. Then if Kelly goes on a hot streak and we stink, then everyone's going to be at us, and I'm going to get I'm going to get wrapped in with your words and get called a sexist and all these other things. You're just setting us up oh, for failure, man. My fault. My fault. Oh, I forgot. You're going to get me um, some sort of. I'm going to get sued, and this isn't even anything. This is just. Oh, I'm I'm gonna get in trouble somehow. I can just see it just, now. Just you know what? Just cut it out. I forgot about my filter. Man. Okay. That's why. That's why you okay. gotta keep me aligned and just go over the games. Okay. True. <laughs> True. Yep. I, I created a monster. I, I let this happen. I gotta control my own podcast here. I just wanted to give the example of people that yep. get paid to do this. Yes. Are actually you know pretty bad as well and going bad streaks. True. So okay. It can happen. Okay. We'll write it off as that then. Perfect. Thanks, Uncle, right. thanks, Uncle Micah. All right, man. Yep. Talk to you later. See ya. Okay, so hope you enjoy. Hope you guys like those picks. I feel good about this weekend. Hopefully that doesn't scare you off. I know what you're saying. You're telling your buddy, like, didn't he go 5-7 and seven last weekend? We should probably shouldn't listen to this guy. And I, and I would say, you know, that's fair. But don't be scared. You know, that's, that's what we tell you guys. That's what we write it off as. If we're, if we're cold, go the opposite way. If we're hot, listen to us. Either way, you're winning, Monday, you're winning money. That's the way she goes, guys. That is the way that she goes. So thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed. If you did, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you may be listening, please rate five stars, leave a friendly review, subscribe, and turn those notifications on so you guys know the drill so you never miss an episode. Interviews coming your way every single Monday. And like the episode you just listened to, the Weekend 12-Pack with Uncle Micah, your home for sports gambling advice and picks Those shows coming your way every single Friday. I will talk to you guys on Monday.